Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. Welcome to Tuesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. We are well into the month of May, and most young people and educators are wrapping up. Looking forward to the very near end of the school year, summer break. But at a couple schools in the city instead, things are ramping up. The Chicago Sun-Times is reporting that as many as 50 migrant children enrolled at Zapata Academy in South Lawndale. And about a dozen more might be enrolling soon at Little Village Lawndale School. These young people are living temporarily at Petrowski Park. So these are the schools that are close by. CPS didn't tell the Sun-Times how many migrant children had enrolled at CPS schools in general or where, but they did release a statement saying the move was in line with the district's, quote, long history of welcoming new arrivals from around the world, and CPS says they're equipped to do so. Illinois has been considered a safe haven for folks in other states who are seeking abortion care, and a recent effort by state senators is leaning into that. They passed a measure aimed at protecting license plate data of people driving from other states to receive abortion care. The measure would prohibit automated license plate reader companies from sharing data with law enforcement from states where abortion access is restricted, specifically for the purpose of prosecuting the person. The measure would also bar other states from using this data to investigate somebody's immigration status. Democratic Senator Sarah Feigenholtz pointed out that license plate readers are becoming more widely used and there aren't enough data privacy protections. Right now, we um, are reading stories about women and persons being stalked at healthcare centers, at protests, and at immigration clinics. The measure needs a final vote from the House before heading to the governor. Did you watch Allie McBeal? That was the first time I ever saw a multi-stall unisex bathroom. And that was a sexy drama that wasn't necessarily focused on gender or LGBTQ issues, but it was progressive nonetheless. I say all this to say that there is a new measure lawmakers are considering, IRL, allowing businesses to build multi-occupancy, all-gender restrooms. My colleague Alex Degman is reporting on the bill, which was led by Democratic State Representative Katie Stewart. It does not require businesses to retrofit existing bathrooms to become all gender, but it does outline parameters businesses need to follow if they do choose to alter their restrooms. The bill barely passed with 60 votes, which is the minimum needed to clear the chamber, and several members of the Democratic Moderate Caucus, of which Stewart is also a part, didn't vote at all. Stewart had to cancel a town hall meeting in her district last month because of violent threats from people who misunderstood the bill's intent. HOMES. H-O-M-E-S. I'm from Michigan, so I grew up with that acronym to memorize the five Great Lakes, Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior. Now, we in the Midwest have always known the gold mine we have in the Great Lakes, and now they're going to be named a global hope spot. The environmental nonprofit Mission Blue is giving them this designation, which is meant for places that are critical to the health of oceans. 
Karen Murchi is the director of freshwater research at the Shedd Aquarium, and she told WBEZ's daily talk show Reset that this highlights the lake's connection to the ocean via the St. Lawrence River. There's tons of people rallying behind protecting sea turtles and so on. And and we're excited about the expansion of the narrative to say, well, if you care about the ocean, you need to be caring as well about what happens upstream, if you will, in the Great Lakes. The Great Lakes are the only freshwater system designated as a hope spot. There are 151 other hope spots in the world, including the Great Barrier Reef and the Galapagos Islands. And now for a few quick hits. Block Club is reporting that a Chicago LGBTQ icon has passed away. Marge Summit. She was a bar owner and community organizer, and she had a creative way of getting people to reckon with homophobia. She was 87. A new bill would require prison higher education programs in Illinois to publicly report data on graduation rates and student demographics to the state. Currently, the Illinois Department of Corrections only publishes data on how many incarcerated students take part in educational programming. Student ed experts say this new layer of transparency could help officials draft new policies to improve prison programs. And speaking of education, next month, the Supreme Court is expected to ban any race considerations during college admissions. Now, many universities are actively trying to diversify their student bodies, and considering race is one big way they do that. This is raising questions about legacy admissions policies that disadvantage students who are underrepresented in higher education. My colleague Lisa Phillip has more on this. Check out her feature story at WBEZ.org. As for the weather, it is a gorgeous day today, clear and sunny with a high in the upper 70s, low 80s. It's cooling off to the 60s tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday, so enjoy this while it lasts. The sun will be out all week, though. And that's it for the rundown today. Thank you for listening. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.